Welcome to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. This is a podcast for faithful women who want healing in their relationships, guidance from God, and internal peace. Each week, you'll hear mental health concepts taught through a spiritual lens from me, a licensed clinical mental health counselor, to help you start thinking in a higher and holier way. Welcome. On this episode, we will be discussing rewiring your brain to stop anxiety. You know, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, an estimated 264 million people worldwide have an anxiety disorder, And women are almost twice as likely as men to be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder in their lifetime. Now, that statistic involves an official diagnosis of anxiety. But my guess is that the number is much higher since a lot of women don't ever get help for their anxiety and receive an official diagnosis. Also, you may experience anxiety at times in your life that really keep you from maybe thinking clearly or performing like you want to and still not meet the criteria for a diagnosis. So as a woman myself, I can tell you that anxiety is something we all will likely experience at different levels throughout our lives. Not only is anxiety something that affects us mentally and physically, high levels of anxiety can cause spiritual impairment as well. When your anxiety is out of control, it's difficult to discern spirit, the spirit's promptings for you. So my guess is you have likely had one of these interferences in your life and you want some ideas of how you can stop that anxiety next time it comes, right? A lot of times what I see women doing is avoiding situations that make them anxious or trying to fix situations so they don't happen again to not feel the anxiety. And while making healthy changes in your life to decrease anxiety is a good idea, you can't possibly create an environment that never causes you to have anxiety again. Another strategy to add in is to prepare your brain and body to react differently when those anxiety-provoking situations inevitably come. So let's talk about that. Let's start with talking about the brain science for a minute. You know, learning about what anxiety really is can help you understand how to prepare yourself for the future of anxiety in your life. So first of all, our brains are really like the command center for our bodies. Every physical and mental process involves the firing of thousands of neurons, It's like this chain reaction that goes off. So since our brains have evolved to be efficient, you know, processes that are repeated frequently are memorized so that they don't require conscious thought. So this happens with every physical and mental skill that you have from walking to speaking to reading and writing. Literally everything we do involves a memorized neural neural network. Now you might have heard this quote by a neuropsychologist, Donald Hebbs, that says, neurons that fire together, wire together. And this famous phrase means that anything we do repeatedly, including thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, get quote unquote wired in our brains. These patterns become well-worn pathways. I call them highways or super highways that are very easy for the brain to travel down. And the more they're repeated, the more hardwired they become. 
If you're thinking the same thoughts repeatedly, your brain wires those into long-term storage. So they're repeated automatically. So maybe those thoughts are helpful. That's great, right? To have them on a continuous unconscious loop. But often a lot of our thoughts are not real helpful. If we realize certain thought patterns aren't serving us and we want to change them, we can quote unquote rewire or retrain our brain to react differently to those thoughts. Our brains are constantly reorganizing and rewiring based on what we're doing, thinking, and feeling. Most of this rewiring is unconscious. We're just going about our lives and our brains are memorizing and putting into deep storage anything we're thinking, feeling, or doing repeatedly. If we don't want to develop a new habit, or if we want to develop a new habit of how we experience anxiety in a more helpful way, we can consciously rewire our brains. And we can also call it retraining your brain. I bet you never really thought about the fact that your thoughts are just a chemical reaction. And you've probably thought even less about how to use your thoughts to manage your brain chemistry. Your brain chemistry is essentially your mental health. If it's optimally balanced, you feel good and you function well. The key thing to understand, however, is that thoughts are transmitted by neurotransmitter and other neurochemicals in your brain. These neurochemicals are responsible for your emotions. One of the most well-known neurotransmitters is dopamine. Dopamine is often referred to as the quote-unquote feel-good neurotransmitter because it's associated with pleasure and reward. When you think about something pleasurable like eating a treat or the laundry being all done, your brain releases the neurotransmitter dopamine. And another well-known neurotransmitter, oxytocin, is sometimes called the love hormone because it's released during social bonding activities like hugging or cuddling. And this can create feelings of closeness or connection with others. Just thinking about a loved one can release oxytocin in your brain. Your thoughts can also influence the release of stress hormones like cortisol. When you experience stress in your body, then your body releases cortisol as part of this fight or flight response. This can be helpful in the short term if you're responding to a perceived threat and you actually do need to get out of there. However, if you experience chronic stress and you regularly think about stressful situations, your body may release too much cortisol, which can have a negative effect on your physical and mental health. Now, thinking and brain chemistry is a two-way street. While your thoughts influence your brain chemistry, your brain chemistry also influences your your thoughts. So for example, if you're thinking about things that make you feel anxious, your brain's going to release more cortisol, which can make you feel anxious. And this creates a negative feedback loop that can be hard to break because it's causing you to have more anxious thoughts. Your brain's chemistry not only affects how you feel, but also changes the actual physical structure of your brain and body. Research has shown that over time, changing what you think can change the size of certain regions of your brain. 
Research has also shown that neurochemicals released by what you're thinking have power to influence physical symptoms in your body. Now, one of the most effective ways I have seen women break that negative feedback loop and stop the cycle of anxiety pulsing through you is to use mindfulness techniques. Mindfulness involves using a skill to focus your attention in the present moment without judgment or distraction. By practicing mindfulness regularly, you can train your brain to not continue on that negative feedback loop and stop pumping cortisol into your system. When you practice mindfulness techniques regularly, you are requiring your brain to use a skill subconsciously every time you start that cortisol release. You can eventually diffuse certain thoughts to stop triggering that cortisol effect and keep you in an optimal state rather than that reactionary state. These are all, these are types of skills that I teach in my LDS Mental Health Skills membership. If you want to learn more about those types of skills, be sure to jump on the wait list in my show notes so you don't miss out the next time I open enrollment. Now, another skill that can help rewire your brain to stop anxiety is gratitude. When you're thinking about what you're grateful for, your thoughts are intentionally being directed toward things you know make you feel good. Practicing gratitude has been shown to have a positive impact on your brain chemistry by increasing the production of dopamine and serotonin. These are two neurotransmitters that play a key role in regulating mood and motivation, something we as women probably want more of, right? Every morning, I try to set aside time to ponder what I'm grateful for in the past 24 hours, and I write those things down in my prayer journal. Then I sit in meditation and prayer with God and talk to him about those things I'm grateful for, helping set my brain and body and spirit up for success that day. This is one thing that I've noticed regulates my anxiety on a daily basis. The act of really sitting down to ponder what I, what's going well and then taking the time to have a conversation with God about it makes it more of a process that's effective. Rather than just getting on my knees for a minute and saying huge things I'm grateful for that seem to get repetitive in nature, using my prayer journal is a great asset to any anxiety-reducing practice and rewiring my brain to stop the anxiety. I'll also link my prayer journal in the show notes if you want to check those out as well. One last skill that can help rewire your brain to stop anxiety is exercise. Regular exercise has been shown to have a positive impact on brain chemistry by increasing the production of neurotransmitters like endorphins, dopamine, and serotonin. These neurotransmitters play a key role in regulating mood, motivation, and attention. Setting up a regular routine to move your body can train your brain to want to do more of those activities because of how you feel, which can create a positive feedback loop and create a brain optimized to combat anxiety. Now, how your brain functions plays a very big role in the quality of your life. Learning to regulate your thoughts and behaviors in a way that optimizes your brain's chemistry is well worth the effort. The rewiring of your brain to interrupt the negative feedback loops can take time and effort, 
can be, but can be very beneficial, not only mentally and physically, but spiritually as well. Think about it. If you can have the ability to quiet your mind and calm your body on demand, the still small voice of the spirit could be able to penetrate your thoughts and influence them easier. It isn't complicated. It just takes intentional effort and repeated practice over time. I would highly encourage you to pick one of the three skills I mentioned today and really make an intentional effort to implement them on a daily basis and start rewiring your brain to stop the anxiety. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this month's series on the podcast about the power of your thoughts. If you haven't already, be sure to go back and listen to the past two episodes about the power of your negative thoughts and stopping the social media scroll. Next week, I'll be concluding this month's theme about the power of your thoughts by talking about your wandering mind actually being a gift. So hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast app so you don't miss a thing. All right, I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. I hope you were able to find ways of healing, guidance, and peace. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend who would love to start thinking in a higher and holier way as well, or hit that follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Also check out the links in my show notes for other episodes you might like and links for other mental health resources on my website.